we're back. Welcome to Bravo Bibliophiles. Week 59,000. I don't know. I think we're on like 20-something. Yeah. I think, wow, we've read a lot of books. Honestly. <sighs> my mom and I were like, let's have, you know, a goal for the year of books yeah. to read. And she was like, how about like 15 for the year? And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. And like, I've surpassed that. Yeah. Like two months ago. I have least. been keeping track on Goodreads. My goal was 50. And oh. I've like... Think I'm at like 39 or something. Oh my. Well, yeah. you'll get it for sure then. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I was like, well, I'm reading them for the podcast. Mom's like, so what? Like, it still counts. It still counts. So, yeah, I'm killing my goal. And I'm reading other books for fun that have nothing to do with that. I know. So. Yeah. For real. It's just so much quarantine time. Just it really, yeah. Can't help it. But I will say, um, I rented a book from the library to my Kindle. Because Mm -hmm. that's the time we're living in these days. And I was in the middle of reading it. And I don't read every single night. Mm -hmm. But then I woke up and I was like, ooh, I'm going to read my book. And it was like, oh, your book's been returned to the library. And now I have to wait like another two months to get it back. Oh, (laughs) no. What book was it? The Last Flight by Julia Clark. Or Julie Clark. Can't remember. Um, It's really, really, really good. Okay. Like, it's, you know got a wait list for a reason it's a very good huh. book um, i'm reading a book called i'm pretty sure it's called her last flight oh this one's so, called the last Flight. okay so this is i checked this one out from the library too but it's from like a historical fiction author that i like well you know that i am not reading anything that's her last flight fiction. yeah no hmm. not the same um, but it's very good. I highly recommend. I can't speak to the ending because I have not finished reading it, but it's good. I'm also reading another book called American Dirt, which I think I've mentioned. Oh, I th- think that's on my list somewhere to read. Um, I got it on Scribed and for some books on Scribed, even if they're not like available as books or audiobooks, you can get it as like people will download PDFs. Oh yeah, so illegal technically, but illegal. However, I am paying monthly for Scribe, yeah. so I don't feel like it's illegal. There was a but... book that I wanted to read on Scribed that was like a PDF, but it said it was like tricky. It was like go to this place and download it. You know, like oh, kind no. of like I just clicked on it and it weird. was there. Okay, so well, I know that uh, White Fragility is on there as a PDF. Oh, interesting. But, yeah, so American yeah. Dirt is like 500-something pages, and I think I'm like 300-something Oh, wow. Point. Is it good? It's really good. It's like about a woman who um, it has a husband. They live in Mexico, and her husband is a journalist, and he reports on like the cartels and um, the different gangs involved and whatever. And she owns a bookstore, and she unknowingly like becomes really, really good friends with like the head of one of the most dangerous cartels like she didn't know that's what he was and they formed this like friendship like nothing affair wise they Mm -hmm. just were really good friends and then she like finds out oops that it's that it's him and then this guy like orders people to kill her entire family her friend her yeah so and then like so basically the book is about her being like on the run and like trying to get out of mexico before he like finds her Oh my god. It's really good. Really, really good. Okay. So, I recommend hmm. for sure. I just got three new books from Book of the Month Club. Ooh, what are they? This is a book podcast. Yeah. Um, not just Bravo. So, don't... All book podcasts. Don't get upset about this. But 
Um, I can't remember what all of them were called. I know one of them is like a book that a book series that my mom and I have been reading. And if you know anything about Book of the Month Club, you know it's fourteen ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. and then you can add on up to two books for nine ninety nine each. So to me, it's a deal because like if I were to buy the book on Amazon, it would be like twenty bucks or something, sure. sixteen ninety nine. Anyway, so I like getting my cute little Book of the Month box every month so you get an actual physical book mm-hmm. oh that's nice yeah so i ordered three this month i got magic lessons which is by the author of practical magic and it's kind of in like the practical magic series which is perfect for october mm-hmm. um, very timely i got ties that tether um which looks it has a really pretty cover not that you should judge a book by its cover. well we always do so. um but that is a pretty cover. anyway and then i added on like another one from a series that i'm reading so i'm super excited to Yay. read the practical magic one next love love that for you i know me too um yeah i'm trying to read more and i find and i'm sure i've said this before that i sleep so much better if i read before bed Mm -hmm. so like when i stay at josh's he doesn't have a tv in his room so you read yeah he falls asleep in four seconds and it takes me at least an hour to fall asleep and but like reading puts me completely out and i sleep better yeah i need to get a new bedroom lamp because it's the one i have is too bright Mm-hmm. And it, it keeps Louie up at night. Oh, so. God forbid. <laughs> so I need to like, get up. a better lamp. Louie is an animal. He could sleep in broad daylight. He is a living, breathing per- thing. Not a person. Not a person. <laughs> nope. Not at all. He is, though. He, I can guarantee if Louie could talk to you, he wouldn't be like, hey, could you dim that light a little bit i can't sleep let me just fart and turn over louie can sleep anywhere at any time he is a dog i know but he's my i love that you spoil him i love that he is your your angel yeah i'm just telling you don't make yourself uncomfortable or like strain Uh, your eyes have we talked about how i sleep on the edge of my bed because he takes well I, i do the same but like don't strain your eyes because you're worried about Louie falling asleep. Well, I also don't want, like, my room to be super bright because I'm trying to fall asleep. Sure. So. That makes sense. Do you need, you need, like, a dimmer? Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Because, so I like reading on my Kindle when I am going to bed, but, or my iPad because it's yeah automatic light and I don't have to have a lamp on, but I also like reading books. I like to hold a book, um, but my thing with books is... Unless I really, really love the author or it's a book that I think I'll reread, I don't want a physical copy of it because then it just sits around useless. Yeah, that makes sense for some people. (laughs) I like to have... If it has like a really pretty cover and I feel like it can be decorative all by the book or if it's just someone I really love. Yeah, no, that's totally... That totally makes sense. But I have like this whole process where like... The books that I read last year are currently in my living room on the bookshelf. And then the books that I've read this year are on the bookshelf in my bedroom. Okay. And then the books to be read are like hanging on like this wall shelf, bookshelf mm-hmm. that I have. I'm familiar, yeah. Um, that's my process. Okay. That's, that's a li- great. That's my OCD coming out again. But <laughs> I like it. 
So. Oh my god, what if I came in one day and I, I could just, like, switched like, a bunch of things around without you looking? I would know. I would know this. <laughs> Honestly, when I come to your house, because I don't look at your bookshelves, but I do see the hanging one. Uh-huh. And I always notice if you have a new book in there. <laughs> just because I'm so used to, like, seeing yeah. certain colors, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I always notice if you have a new one. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm I'm sl- I'm slow now because like switching them out because I'm not reading as fast because I'm reading for the podcast. Right. So I'm not like so now they do this for you guys. Yeah. So now my home decor is really thrown off, lagging. Ugh. And sorry. now I have to put unread books on the bookshelf under my TV. So such a disaster. Eventually, I'm gonna have like a Bell library, like. Beauty and the Beast. With oh, the, like Belle the character. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if a Belle library was like something. No, my brother-in-law has been con- contractually obligated to build me a bookshelf at some point. Okay. So last thing about this and then we'll move on because there's a lot to talk yeah. about. But my friend Gwen from high school has a blog called The Makerista, which mm-hmm. we talked about before. Everybody listening, The Should Makerista. Follow. If you like home stuff, she's amazing. But she and this other girl I went to high school with named Laura, she's a photographer and she has this crazy, like she and Gwen together are like this like power duo because... Like us. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Um, But Laura built a book, like a full wall bookcase out of Ikea bookshelves and then added a ladder and it was like reblogged by everybody. I feel like that makes me a little nervous because it probably wouldn't be too sturdy if it's an IKEA bookshelf. Well, you know, they 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 basically took IKEA bookshelves and made them built-ins. Uh-huh. And then added like a, and I don't know that people are actually using the oh, ladder. I would it's, use more, it. it's more it's more cuz you I'll wanna... be like, "Oh, you want to borrow this book? Okay." <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll swing on it like Bell <laughs> yeah. does. Uh, duh. Um, like well, what's the point? Right. What's the point if you can't? But it like it looks really cool too. Like yeah. it's a cool design element, even if you don't actually use the ladder. Speaking of bookcases that my brother in law's built, he built my cousin Dorothy. She has like her upstairs is like, pe- like peaked or however you say that, like a triangle. Mm-hmm. And I have had this bookshelf saved on my Pinterest forever and ever. And I don't. My house is too small to have it, so I showed it to her, and he built like a bookshelf that's like formed to that Aww. peaked roof so it's like a triangle all I love men that down her wall do stuff it, it's like so cool i bet it looks amazing it does but she does need a little bit more greenery in it well look around <laughs> i have no greenery she has no pets home. okay well dorothy get on it yeah I would have I would have plants if I did not have a cat that ate anything that was yeah. Leafy my mom green. and I every time we see it we're just like, do you want do you want a leafy green? Plant she probably doesn't want anything else to take care of. No, she doesn't. She Get her some fake doesn't. plants. She ha- she bought a couple fake plants, but she needs bigger ones. Okay, okay. Well, I'll let you take care of that. I will. Um, I need some plants. I would love to have them, but I would have to have fake ones because my cat chews them. Or like have them on have like little shelves on the wall. At- that would be too small for them to jump on. Yeah, and then I'll take videos of them attempting to jump on the shelf <laughs> so they could can get, get like to the, the hanging loops. plant. Like, yeah, things. yeah. One of these days. One of these days. Anyways, no pressure. Um, what else has been going on this week? Um, I've been really researching a lot about Tinsley's life because I have been writing her story for our Instagram stories. Right. And she's way more interesting than like I first thought. Yeah. 
So she's had an interesting life, and I wouldn't mind if she had her own reality show, but I don't think I want Scott in it. Um, she did have her own reality show. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a reality show where the pro- producers don't hate her and all of right. the cast <laughs> Um, yeah, so I feel like because I didn't know about that reality show until you told me last week, they don't, when she's on Real Housewives of New York, they don't talk about her life really outside of her getting arrested. Yeah. They're just like, oh, she grew up in a rich family. She's kind of spoiled. But then they don't really touch on anything Anything. else that she did before Mm -mm. or whatever. So we needed your research. Yeah. Tinsley fan. It's, I'm just doing the Lord's work. You really are. You know what? You are. Mm -hmm. And Dale agrees. Dale agrees. Dale has liked every Tinsley post we've made. So. So there you go. Dale, call us. Call us Dale. Tell Tinsley that we love her. Listen to the pod. (laughs) Rate, review, subscribe. (laughs) Yeah, that goes for you guys too. (laughs) Rate, review, subscribe. Only if you like us. Um... Any constructive criticism, please send <laughs> email. to our email. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, you anyway. can message it to us, too, on Instagram. <laughs> but be nice, like, constructive criticism. Sure, yeah. Don't be like, hey, Bailey, I hate your stupid voice. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> Just be like, hey, Bailey, say anyway. Ashley. A little bit less. Why do you talk like a man? Ew, do you think you talk like a man? Yeah. You don't. You need to stop. <laughs> Ashley, your hair looks amazing today. Ew, really? It does. It's like a, such a full top knot. Thank when you. When your hair's curly. Yeah. As we reviewed last week, which we will not do again, <laughs> Ashley's on a hair, a curly <laughs> hair, hair journey. journey. Yeah. We're getting our hair done next week. 7 a.m. Yeah, mine's at 7.15, so I'll bring coffee. I already offered to bring coffee. Okay. Um, okay. So you just tell me what your order is, okay, and I perfect. will do that. Um Unless, of course, you just want to do it because mine's Cause seven. You're gonna, you're probably going to bring. <laughs> I'm going to bring treats, treats for sure. So I'll bring coffee. Do. Okay. So just send me the order. Okay. Um, Carly wants a coconut milk <laughs> latte, any flavor. Okay. And then um, her assistant doesn't drink coffee or tea, but she will have something fun. <laughs> like one of the unicorn drinks from Starbucks. Yeah, just like a something. lemonade or I don't know. But I was just like, oh, she's so cute. She's okay. like a little baby. Will you text me that? Of course. Thank yes. you. Um, and then I will have an almond milk latte. Okay, perfect. Vanilla. Perfect. Thank you. I could go to the roastery. That would be cute. That would be. There's actually a. We can talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, so we're getting our hair done. Yay! I'm Yay. so excited. I have a very intense patch of gray oh really like I always wear my hair parted on one side Mm -hmm. so you never see it because when I flipped my hair over to straighten it the other day I was like (gasps) and it's like a full like I might as well just let my hair be gray at this point it's no it's always covered up thank god because I part my hair on the other side but my god oh wow it was shocking I'm I'm gonna have to have a couple of words with Carly about it I'm just getting a toner and I think a trim oh nice so Nice. It's probably why they schedule the same time then, because I'm going to be like, uh, fix everything, please. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I need any color, but I do want some face framing layers. You want a curtain bang? No. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay. Good. <laughs> anyway, um, the debate was this week. Mm-hmm. The we vice presidential a, debate. You made a delicious meal. We had a little get together. Mm-hmm. Um, I made French onion soup, and we had fancy grilled cheese mm-hmm. and pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah. Um, that Marley decided disgusting. that she would eat. That <laughs> was disgusting. Thank you. Um, but the debate was, I feel like we still didn't get any information. We didn't get any information. Then I feel like, I feel like the news cycles just, it's so dramatic these days. Like yeah. nothing, like 
he RBG has died. He has contracted COVID. He has I mean, all of this stuff has happened in the same news cycle basically. Yeah. Like he is just insane. Please vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. <laughs> um if you're not planning to, you can unsubscribe. <laughs> anyway, I was like talking to a coworker this morning and she was like, "Did you see Trump's latest tri- Twitter rant?" And apparently he's like ranting about how his attorney general and his FBI director have been doing nothing and have not indicted Hillary Clinton on her emails or Obama and Biden on the Russian probe. <laughs> and they should be indicted. Okay. And so like he's he's like bashing the people that work for him again. I feel like he is panicking. I think so too and he's probably like and got he's probably a fever. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's like he's on whatever that experimental drug is. Maybe Res- what is My it? sister said that it starts with a D. My sister oh. like said the word flawlessly and I was like, I can't even repeat what that Delsum. word is. Delsum. It has Cough an syrup. X in it, a Z. I know that. Doxy. <laughs> Cycling. <Yeah. laughs> um, whatever he's on is experimental. and But it's amazing and he's going to make it available for everyone immediately. It's for phenomenal. Free. Phenomenal is his yeah. favorite word. Yeah. Um, Perfect. But I feel like... Is it having a little bit of a mental effect? Because he Well, is, Nancy thinks so. I know. I saw her today on the news with her coordinating um, orange slice She's so mask. cute. I love it. Um, we don't have to talk about politics, but the debate was better. At least we could hear each side outside of when Mike yeah. Pence decided that he could interrupt, which he cannot. Nope. Um, and I'm curious to see what happens next because... Well, I don't think there are going to be any... They're cancel or the... They're canceling the next one, the town hall. Well, they tried to make it virtual, and And Trump was like, no. Yeah. But Joe Biden said, if they do that, and he's like, and we don't have the debate, fuck it. I'll have my own town hall and just speak to the American people on my own, which will probably be better for everyone. It will. So. But, you know, certain people aren't going to be watching. Anyway, the people that he's trying to reach. Well, maybe there are some people who are undecided although i feel like if you're a trump supporter you are that and there's no changing your mind I mean, for did the you part. see the post i made like of Tre- trevor noah that guy that always goes to the trump yes. stuff he's I so funny i'm gonna morning. marry him oh my god i watched it this morning i was dying he's so funny just like <laughs> asking people like oh so you think we should do whatever we can to preserve human life he's like yeah absolutely he's like where's your mask yeah <laughs> he's like well if everybody else was wearing one but i'm not a sheep and he goes but we but should if everybody else was wearing one then you would too but you're not a sheep he's like yeah no absolutely i'm not a sheep like <laughs> but you're saying if everyone else was doing it you would also do it yeah it so. was it was like like sad like sad funny it well it it is sad because there are people and i'm not saying this is every trump supporter so if you are a trump supporter like unsubscribe <laughs> um i don't understand it and i truly never will but it's people like that that are voting for him that literally have no clue what's going no, on. No, they're, they're just like, like, this guy is like, I don't know, what? dramatic I and yeah. just like, 
he he's just like crazy so i like it i loved when he was like there was one part where he at the end was just like do you think you're doing better than you were four years ago <laughs> and this old dude with like trumped out you know like maga hat and all the stuff was just yeah. like oh yeah i'm doing way better than making i was four times what making I mean. four times the amount of money and he goes well what's your what's your job and he goes i'm a debt collector <laughs> and the guy just started laughing because he was like well, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be doing better. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we don't have to go. We down have to that laugh hole. so we don't cry. Yeah. Um, but the debate watch party was fun because we had yummy food, delicious, good company. Yeah. Um, and alcohol. Yeah. So. So that's all that mattered. Speaking of alcohol, we're drinking our cocktail of the week. What is it called? A uh, basic bitch. Basic bitch. It's um pineapple, pomegranate, vodka, and. Oh, uh, uh orange Marnier. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very, um, summery. We had to add a little bit of fizz to it yeah. by way of a LaCroix, but because it's super strong. Yeah. Like there's a like, lot of vodka, not a lot of It's mix. like very much, it kind of tastes like a rum drink, but it's vodka. Yeah. So it, that's like the pineapple probably. Yeah. Um, is Malibu pineapple or is it coconut? It's coconut. Okay. You're thinking of 151 Malibu rum and pineapple juice, which is brought to you by our very own Tech Nine. So, yeah, Bulu. Yeah, Caribulu. Yeah. Um, anyways, so moving on to lighter topics that actually aren't so light. Um, Potomac. Oh, God, I watched it last night. I I was like my fists were clenched. Tense. I told you I was grinding my teeth for an hour. Yeah. I think like. Okay. You can tell they're shorter, right? <laughs> yeah, they're nubs right yeah. now. Just little stumps of yeah. teeth. Um, wow. So I'm firmly Team Candace. Only for this. Only for this. But also, it did piss me off that she was in her therapy session and took no responsibility for it. Yeah, and but like I don't think I'm firmly any team. I think what Monique did was awful. Yeah. But I also think Candace chasing Ashley around with a knife last season. Right. And like with no things, consequences. Right. And like the things that she says on Twitter with no consequences. Like, right. Like we've said, she apologizes every episode. And how many times can you apologize for like Losing your shit well, on someone. That's a step forward because she never used to apologize at all. I for guess. Anything. I just I, I just don't think that obviously Monique was out of line. Right. But like Candace is ridiculous. Oh yeah. I I'm not team Candace in general. In this particular situation with someone's hair getting grabbed and their face getting basically slammed onto a table, etc. I'm on her side because that's, and she, she did stoke the fire. She did provoke it. It's almost like she wanted something like that to happen. She and did. And shocked. she's now getting, she, she spent the whole episode at therapy. Yeah. Like, she's getting she's, the attention. Yeah. But man, I have a lot to say about the conversation at Karen's. Yeah. That's the, that's all I remember. I just want to say Giselle was everything. Giselle grossed me out this episode she brings her bodyguard and like the whole the whole time they're filming in the living room the bodyguard's just in the background he's probably like why the fuck am i here <laughs> this was, she's just she, like so extra that like 
I love that. I want to know the reason for it. What did she think was going to happen? She thinks happen? it's funny. She, like, does that shit all the time. That was so stupid to me. Like, she walked in with him, and I was like, A, her outfit sucked as per usual, and bringing security, like, fuck off. That yeah. was so dumb. Well, and her reasoning at the end was because she had a reputation to keep up. With yeah. Jamal. She's like, uh, Jamal being a pastor, do we have a reputation to keep up? A hundred percent. Um. Pretty sure that's flushed down the tubes. Right. That has, that ship has sailed. With how many children does he have outside of his marriage? Like nine or ten. Yeah. And, yeah. He's very, very fertile. Yes. Whatever you would say about yeah, the men. Yeah, congrats, I guess. But, like, Giselle, get off your high horse. Yeah. With your reputation, quote unquote, because uh, you, that's yeah. tarnished. I mean, hers is hers is what it, it's maybe a little bit dimmed because she took him back. Yeah. But like his is out the window yeah. already. So like that isn't an excuse. I, I don't. I mean, I don't have any friends that would ever do something like that, so I don't know what I would do in that situation. God, like, can you if one of my friends like beat someone up, like I don't, I just don't even know. Like, oh it's just God. out of no. We're not friends with anybody that would do that. I mean, I can't say I wouldn't hit somebody back. Like I said, if if I was hit first, I might. If I were Candace, I would have hit her back. Right, but, but she like, couldn't because no. her head was right. being pushed down. Well, I guess that. Is an argument for short hair. <laughs> Get a pixie cut, everyone. <laughs> um, I don't know. I So then they... So I will say, I don't want to see that fight replayed every single episode for the rest of the season because it makes me yeah, very it's, anxious. It's bad. It's really bad. It's hard to watch. I don't like it. I can't imagine... Like... And I like Monique. Like, I have liked her. Yeah. So... I like her relationship. I think it's cute. Like, whatever. But she was lying the entire episode. Oh, because, yeah. like... Oh, I blacked out. Then they went back and she's, like, not blacked out. She's re rehashing it in the backseat of the car right, right after it happened. So, like, I... She's not know. sorry. She's only sorry that it was filmed. Mm-hmm. She's only sorry because she's getting... And she, she knew at that like, time she would get backlash. I still don't understand why she's... What she's so upset about. I mean, I know Candace said she cheated on Chris. Right. right? Well, Candace started hanging out with Sharice, who was spreading the rumor that she cheated on Chris with her personal yeah. trainer. Is Chris her husband? Yeah. They're Chris Samuels and yeah. Chris, whatever Candace is last Yeah, okay. Um, um, but I, I forgot what I was going to say. It's so sad. The husbands are both like, well, I really like Chris. I know. Like we want to be friends, but we can't. <laughs> like that's lame in itself, but I just don't, I don't think Monique feels any remorse and she no, is she's, mad. She's taking her anger out on the wrong person. Yeah. So like if you... We're hanging out with someone who was spreading rumors about me, and mm-hmm. you were just like, I don't see the problem. Yeah, I would get pissed. I'd yeah. be like, why would you associate with somebody who's hurting me on purpose? Whatever. And I feel like Candace is just like, oh, I don't know. I didn't know. And she knew yeah. because she's a shit stirrer. Yeah. But at the same time, Candace didn't spread the rumor. So if Monique's pissed, she seemed to have squashed it with Candace, but then yeah. she's 
obviously still upset about something. If you're trying, and if you're trying to, in Candace's, I think this only applies to Candace, but if you're trying to stay on a reality show that is your income, then, yeah. then you're going to hang out with Sharice and like cause drama. Like, right. I think that's why she's doing it. I don't think Monique doesn't need the show. So yeah, I don't know. She's clearly just pissed. Yeah. So it's stupid. And Robin was, <laughs> can we talk about Robin's outfit first? Ugh. Why does she, her hair sucked and her outfit was the worst. I just, it's not like Karen called her 20 minutes and was like, Hey, be at my house in 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Like, she had time to get ready, and that's the outfit she chose. Yeah. I mean, the the two most beautiful women on that show have the worst taste. It's honestly a travesty. I just want to take them shopping. They can afford it. Right. Robin, maybe not so much. Yeah. I mean, Robin, I would say, could afford what I afford. Yeah, she could afford a Nordstrom rack trip. Yeah. Zara. A Nordstrom real store clearance section. They've got some good finds. Anniversary sale? Get on Rue La La. Get on Hot Look. Like, there are options. You don't have to shop at Rue 21. Well, and also the savvy section of Nordstrom. Yeah. I mean, let's come on. Yeah. Robin. Okay, so we can move on. I like that she tried to use the word velocity in a serious conversation <laughs> um, about the wine spill splash yeah it was a big word it was (laughs) not that i don't think she's smart but it was just like the way that she used it you're like not quite you wrote that down you were like (laughs) writing that down before you came so the argument and i have notes about this because i read an article in vice about velocity (laughs) yes about velocity and i'm about to give everyone a science lesson now um i read an article about this episode where so Wendy and Giselle are mainly on the attack of Monique, not because they give a shit about Candace, but because it makes black women look bad, mm-hmm. right? And what I learned is that that is called respectability politics. Okay. Meaning that, um, okay, I'll just read it because obviously it's going to sound better from a, an expert. Okay. An attempt to consciously avoid stereotypical negative behaviors associated with a marginalized group in an effort to receive better treatment and achieve social change. It places the blame for the denial of civil rights and basic human dignity on the people being oppressed instead of the oppressor, which is where it belongs. It makes individuals responsible for the perception of the entire group and sets us up so that anything bad that happens to us as a result of racism can be twisted to be viewed as our own fault. Which hits the nail right on the head. Because mm-hmm. they didn't care about Candace getting hurt. No. They cared about their image. And they're telling, they're saying to Monique, like, you're responsible for everyone thinking that black women are loud and obnoxious and mad and can't use their words. Yeah. And is that the problem? Or is the problem that she physically attacked another human being and it was completely unwarranted? Like, their problem is with the wrong person. Like, or the wrong subject. Yeah. Like, they're concerned about themselves. They're not concerned about... Which I understand because they're in the limelight and they're just like... Don't you think? They're just like... Yeah, but the problem is that they're blaming that perception of black women as a whole on one person in one instance. And they won't forgive her for that. Right. Yeah. So it's just, 
I don't know. I The whole argument to me was really annoying. And it was like them just worrying about themselves. And it was just completely selfish. Well, they were all kind of selfish. I mean, including Karen. I mean, including... Yeah. Why did Ashley have to bring that baby? Her babysitter couldn't... She wasn't available. Didn't you hear her say that when she walked in the door? She didn't even try to get a babysitter, I guarantee. And also, where's your husband? At, where was he? The casino yeah, or whatever? Yeah, casino, probably. Um, anyway. So... I thought that was a very good point. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I see the point, but I'm also like, I don't blame them if like they're in the in the limelight on a show on a national television show and black women are being portrayed this way. Like there are certain people that are gonna think that naturally. I know, but they're just playing into that whole idea. Like they're just playing into the whole idea that like it's the responsibility of black women to not be loud and whatever, when that's not necessarily true. They're the ones being oppressed. Their issue should be with people who are yeah, like saying that that's what the issue is. Like their, their issue should be with white people or whoever saying like, Oh, black women are always doing this. Yeah. Instead of taking it out on, a black woman, as somebody that happens to be black getting angry and getting into a fight. White people get in fights every single day. Yeah. You know, like it's... Yeah, that's true. I wasn't thinking about it that way. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. I understand where that's coming from. Yeah. So, anyway, it was... It sucks that that is yeah. a thing that they have to worry about. Yeah, And that's sure. where I'm coming from. Oh, but definitely. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if I would want to be around Monique at the moment either. Like, if no. I were friends with her? Not because of my image. No. Though. Like, Giselle, get It'd the just fuck be out like, that was exhausting, and I don't have time for it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be around somebody whose instinct is to grab someone's hair and slam their face into a table. Right. And punch them or whatever. And chase them around yeah. a winery. Right. And, like, that's just because I don't want to be around people like that, not because I'm, like, scared or... Yeah. Like, I would be a little scared about that. Well, I mean, I'm just not controversial I guess enough to ever get like punched no. I don't know like, I'll punch you right now <laughs> why what do I do make you a delicious cocktail when you came in here that's true no I won't punch you but yeah I it, it's a lot it's just so dramatic and I just felt like the same that I I think I said this last week the same with Jersey like it's yeah. just like a little like I watch Bravo as an escape I want to see the shit show of New York. I don't want to see people actually in physical altercations no. with each other. No. I want them to just be like, well, your hair sucks today. I'm yeah. Like, like, did you see her outfit? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm looking yeah. for. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to feel tense while I'm watching yeah. it. I mean, reality or not, like, that's yeah. not what I'm here for. No, I want. <laughs> so yeah. please cater to me. Thank I want you. sprinkled cookies thrown in the trash. Yeah. And <laughs> that's things what like we're that. looking for. Yes. yes. Um, Although I would never. Who would do that? Nobody. Unless they were, like, burned. I hate, hate sprinkle cookies. Um, you're a monster yeah. if you do. Um, last thing before we talk about our book of the week. I listened to a podcast this morning called Be There in Five, which I know you've heard of. Kate Kennedy is the one who talks about it, and it, the episode is called Childless Millennial. And it's probably the best episode of a podcast I've ever heard that deals with, like, motherhood 
not deciding maybe to not be a mother, being completely undecided about whether you want to be or not. It is so good. You have to listen to it. It's so good. It's a, it's a long form podcast. It's like two, two and a half hours. Oh, wow. It really is long. I did it while I was baking this morning, but God, it was so good. And she quotes one of my DMs at the end of the episode. Oh my God, so what'd you I'm say? Famous. Um, okay. So I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, this like TikTok was going around of this girl who's doing her makeup in a mirror and her husband's like, I'm going to surprise my wife with her favorite things. And he goes up to her and he's like, Hey babe, want to go shopping? And she's like, we can't go shopping. We just had a baby. And he's like, Oh, we're going shopping. I had your parents. I'm having your parents come over. And he's like, do you want to go to target? <gasps> do you want to go to brunch? Like talking to her, like she's a little puppy. And she's like, Oh my God, brunch. Oh my, Oh my God. And he's like, He's like, she was like, can we get mimosas? And he's like, yeah, we'll go to First Watch, which P.S. They don't have mimosas. They don't fucking serve mimosas. Incorrect. So she starts like screaming, jumping up and down at the at the prospect of getting to leave the house and go do something that I do every weekend. Yeah. So my DM to Kate was, because she posted something about it being like. The saddest. Yeah. Like being like, this just makes childless people who are kind of on the fence about it scared to death of becoming mothers because you seem like a shell of a human. Mm -hmm. You seem like a prisoner in your own home. Like that's what this like mom culture basically portrays it as. And so for someone like me, who's on the fence about it, it's just like, if that's what my life is going to be like, no Mm -hmm. thanks. And so my DM was something like my first thought when I saw this video was like, I don't want to be a parent if it means getting that amp to go to first watch, which doesn't serve mimosas, by the way. <laughs> and she laughed, so she obviously thinks I'm hilarious. Love. And she read it on the podcast. So oh, my famous. God. Amazing. I know. Um, anyway, it's a, such a good episode. You'll, you'll Kate, like do you want to be a guest on our podcast? Um, I would love it. But anyway, sorry if you can hear my ice machine. Um, but anyways, yeah. So everyone listen. It's a really good one. And that is my outside podcast recommendation for the week. Perfect. Not that I do this weekly, but I yeah. wanted to tell everyone. Love it. So what did we read? Oh my Let's get into God. it. So it's a non-Bravo week. Surprise. Yeah. We really are going all out into the pop culture verse mm-hmm. with this. Um, sorry, my drink is clean. Yeah. I'm sorry that you hear our drinks, but we're not going to stop drinking. So no, sorry. Never. Never. Um, I'm trying to pull up the book. So the book is called Open Book, mm-hmm. um, by one and only Queen of the Universe, Jessica Simpson. Yep. And I, for one, haven't really been paying attention to Jessica Simpson outside of Danny Pellegrino's Thurs- Jessica Thursday. Jessica Thursday. I wonder if she knows about that. He said that he's been, like, dying to get her on his podcast. I will die for him if that ever happens. Oh, my happens. God. That would be amazing. I don't know if she knows about it, but she should. Because all he does is just, like, talk about how much of a queen he she is. He loves her. He does. And he hates anyone that's wronged her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there couldn't be a better friend. But she wrote a book about her life. A memoir. And it, and it got quite a bit of attention when it first came out. Yeah. And I was like, Why? Right, it's Jessica Simpson. Like, where has she been? Because like, you, all you think about when you think of Jessica Simpson is newlyweds, to, or at least I do. I just think of like her clothing line and the fact that she hasn't been like a singer for a long time. She's just been like spitting out kids mm-hmm. and like being in a happy marriage with her cute husband. Mm-hmm. Like, she, I haven't really been following her life. Yeah, and then she comes out with this book, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What could it possibly yeah. say?" Yeah, let's get into it, shall we? Wow. 
Wowza. Wowza. <laughs> That's a great word for it. Um, I listened to it. Okay. I read it. I heard so, listening to it was good, though. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, heartbreaking at times. Really? Because she would, like, get... She would cry a little bit, like, when she talked or Aww. when she read stuff. She would get, like, really sad when she was reading things. And mm-hmm. it was, like, heartbreaking. Yeah, that's pretty sad because there's a lot of sad shit going on yeah. in this book. Yeah. Um, so she really goes into her whole entire life. Yeah. Um, but really, she talks about growing up. Um, her dad was a Baptist preacher mm-hmm. and her mom was kind of... Just a, like a stay-at-home mom. And, yeah, I feel like, like when she, they like, were younger, helped with the church stuff. Her dad seems like kind of up and down. Yeah. Like in his career, he was a minister for a long time, and then he start decided he wanted more money, so he went to be a salesman, mm-hmm. and then he went back to being a youth minister. Yeah. Um, she and Ashley are four years apart. Mm-hmm. So, do, is there anything you? Remember from the beginning before we get into, like, the serious stuff? Not really. I just didn't... I guess I didn't realize how religious she actually was. Like, I knew that that's how she got her start, was, like, singing in church and all that. But, like, I didn't realize, like, how religious they were, I guess. Yeah, I didn't either because I remember her dad being on Vanderpump Rules and (laughs) seeing that. We can get into that, Joe's later years. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, she was very, very religious and she... Kind of still is. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, she talks about being sexually abused when she was young. Yeah. Um, by a family friend's daughter. Right. So, I remember her saying that um, they would be, like, laying in bed or something. Like, they would have to share a room or something. Like, when yeah. they, they would go visit this family that they were friends with and, like, the girls would share a room. Which is standard. Right. And she would, like, lay in between this girl and Ashley, like, once it started happening because she, like, just didn't want anything to happen to her sister, which mm-hmm. is, like, the really sweetest. heartbreaking. Yeah. She, this is kind of, like, the first time she cried. Oh, really? So, um... I wonder if this woman has read this book or listened to it and just been like, fuck. Yeah. So, it turns out that, like, this girl had also... She was also being abused, which isn't mm-hmm. an excuse, but she was a young girl. And, like, it's fucked up. Yeah. Um, she doesn't go into a lot of detail. No. But she talks a lot about protecting Ashley and how she always felt that she couldn't bring it up because she thought it was bad. She thought it was bad and it was bad of her. Like, that she was bad. Which I feel like is the case a lot of times. Yeah. Like... If that happens to you, you somehow feel like it's your fault. Yeah. Whether you're young or, you know, a teenager or older than that. Like, yeah. And you... being so religious, like, she felt she didn't want to tell her parents because she knew that there was something wrong with it. She yeah. just didn't understand. Right. Um, and how could you as a child? Yeah. And so it happened for a long, like, quite a few years. Mm-hmm. And she eventually, one time, when they were leaving this family's house, she told her parents in the car. Yeah. And her mom, like, at first said, I knew something was going on. And then, like, they didn't acknowledge it anymore. Yeah. Like, something happened, and she won, like, she won a lottery ticket or something. Or she won money on a lottery ticket, and that distracted everyone. And oh, they didn't yeah, bring yeah, it up yeah. again. 
Yeah. So, so I didn't take notes while I was reading this because I didn't know we were going to review it. So like, oh, okay. <laughs> this beginning stuff that you're telling, like, it's all, it's yeah. all coming back. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I didn't take a ton of notes, okay. but um, I just wanted to like have the major outline sure. plot mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so that sucks. Like, uh, yeah, that she never, nobody ever got to talk about it, but she. She was also pretty viciously bullied at school mm-hmm. when she told one of her best friend about it. She told her best best friend had said something about being molested as well. And so Jessica was like, well, to make her feel better, I told her what had happened to me. Yeah. And then this girl went back to school and told everyone that Jessica had sex with a girl. Yeah. And that she was a lesbian. So, because kids are assholes. Yes. So she was viciously bullied. People sprayed or spray painted or shoe polished something. Spray on, painted on her house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was stayed away from school for a few weeks. And I think that, I kind of felt like that might be what pushed her so far into the church, even probably like more because like those people accepted her and like the people she went to school with were terrible to her right um so anyway that's kind of her childhood yeah and you know she's singing and stuff in church Mm -hmm. this whole time and like um one thing i'll say from the top is that like she goes through the book and talks about how she kind of like started singing started getting recognized goes and gets brought into like mickey mouse club and we can talk through all of that in detail but like I love Jessica Simpson, okay? Mm-hmm. And I bought all of her albums. I was a Newlyweds fan. I don't think she's that great of a singer. No, I I mean... So I was reading through this and just her being so fawned over by, like, record executives and, yeah. like, people Tommy fighting over... Yeah, yeah, I was just like... But... She's Whitney beautiful. Houston. Like, she's sure. beautiful. And, like, she's a better singer... Like, on a scale of Britney to Christina, she's in the middle. She's like Mandy Moore. Like, I feel like Mandy Moore's even a better singer. I think Mandy Moore's an amazing singer, actually. Really? Yeah, I do. Maybe not her early, like, candy. But, like, if she's really... A walk to remember? Excuse me. I guess I don't remember her singing in that. What? You don't don't have that soundtrack? People die in that movie. I've only seen it once. Oh, my God. Um, what about her song on center stage? Okay. We're going to have a Mandy Moore refresh. I remember Stupid Cupid from Princess Diaries. That's not what we're, that's not the Mandy that we're talking about. Okay. Well, (laughs) I remember that too, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, she has an amazing singing voice. Okay. Do you watch This Is Us? No, it's sad. Oh, for God's sake. Don't you just want to like a little, a little cry sash every now and then? You watched Parenthood. I cried every single episode of that show. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me anymore, but... No. I, I, I watched the first season of This Is Us and I can't anymore. Oh, it's such a good show. Um. Anyway, I think Mandy Moore is a great singer. Jessica Simpson just... She She's very breathy. It. She, like, really forces it. Yeah. Britney Spears is not a good singer. No. Sorry. She's a performer and that's it. These days... We could go on a whole Britney Poor tangent Britney. if we won't. God. Christina Aguilera fucking kills it. Yes. She's a real yes. singer. She's up with like a Mariah of the world, a Whitney of the world in my mm. book. Maybe Her- not quite. Christina Aguilera? Like, 
is on the same level as Whitney Houston. Have you heard her? Yeah. She's a she's on the level of Whitney She's a Houston. beautiful singer, but like I would say that there are stair steps. Oof. I I'm giving it a tier. Okay. Christina is in the same tier as a Mariah and a Whitney. I'm looking at it as like, you know, Mariah Whitney are on the top step, then Adele, and then like Christina. I think Christina and Adele are very similar. Okay. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. We're not friends anymore. Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? We're going to cut this. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> no, I I put them in the same tier, and it's a very selective tier. Yeah. I'm looking at a stairway. Okay. That's fair. Um, Britney's on the bottom stair for me. Jessica's maybe three or four steps above Britney if we're doing the staircase. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. This analogy is hard, but... Um, <laughs> I just don't tell, I won't tell Danny. My point is, I don't think Jessica or Ashley Simpson are great. (laughs) Ashley Simpson is talented. Okay. They're better singers than me, of course. But in the grand scheme of all the singers, especially now that we have things like YouTube and American Idol. And like, you can, you see how many talented people there are in the world. It makes me wonder why Jessica Simpson rose to the top. Her looks. I guess. I think, I yeah, I, I just think that she people are met the right people. Um, I don't think she's as untalented as you're thinking she is. I just think that there's like a star power that yeah. like is like, I don't think Marilyn Monroe was that insanely talented either. That's you know, true. like she, Jessica is like beautiful and okay. like. She has, like, a certain charisma and just, like, a certain vibe that other people don't have. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, I loved her music. So Oh, I'm... Please. Like I said, I bought all of her albums. I wasn't I, really a Mandy Moore fan, so... Oh, I definitely was a Mandy Moore fan, too. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a little Mandy Moore uh, jam sesh after this, so you can really appreciate it. Okay, fine. Um, anyway, so... What's next in her life? Um, she starts Mickey to... Mouse Club. Yes. So she tries out and she is in the same like tryouts as Britney and well, actually she's in the same tryouts as Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. um, and then some other people. And it's like this whole production of a tryout. Yeah. Like pretty intense. And she says that. She had a crush on Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Um, I mean, who doesn't? Talks about how cute he was. Um, and then the day of, like, the final tryouts, she, Brittany apparently walked in. And, like, she wasn't there at any of the beginning tryouts, but she walked in in the last day and kind of, like, I think Jessica freaked out. Yeah, and she bombed, basically. Yeah. So, Brittany... Was an amazing dancer and she did great. Mm-hmm. And Jessica was following Brittany and went out and bombed. Yeah. So, so she, she didn't, didn't make it. it. Right. Um, which is sad. Yeah. But I think, think things turned out okay for her. I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's okay for all of them except for Brittany. I feel bad for her. I know. We can, <laughs> we should do a Brittany deep dive on one of these days. <sighs> we should. Oof. It's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, so she went back to, you know, singing in church and like being a normal kid. And then her dad kind of met this producer in Atlanta that was like a gospel producer. Mm-hmm. And he, they decided to produce one of Brit, one of Britney's, one of Jessica's album or a gospel album by yeah. Jessica. So like, that's kind of what she was doing as a teenager. Yes. Um, and eventually she met Tommy Matola. Yes, who, as we all know, is... The terrible, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but he's responsible for, like, Mariah Carey. And, Celine Dion, yeah. right? Um, anyway, so that happened. Mm-hmm. and She rises to stardom pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, slower than other pop stars, I'd say. Like, slower than a Britney, I yeah. guess. Um, but she also came out around the same time as them and they were yeah, such she like did. It was like powerhouses. It was like boy bands and like singular pop stars. Yeah. So, yeah. and she wasn't, like she said, she wasn't a dancer or performer really. Right. So like, what did she have? Like, she just wasn't going to compete. Right. So, um, yeah, that was, that was where <laughs> they were kind of her late teens. Mm-hmm. Um, she met Nick. Lachey. Yes. So she met him because I can't remember how they met. It was like they were on some tour together yeah. or something. They met and then like kind of connected and were on then it ended up being on tour together. Yeah. Um Nick obviously Lachey. Yeah. So you can go into the Nick stuff cuz I know you love him. Um I do love Nick very much. Well, not as much now that I read this book. So they meet, they are, he's how many years older than her? Probably like... Uh, eight? Yeah. Seven or eight. Yeah, something like that. And But she's, like, it's a big age difference when she is 18 and he's 27 or whatever. Right, and he's been in the industry for longer than she has. And like, they fall for each other pretty quickly. And then like, before you know it, they're getting married. She gets married when she's 21 or 22. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth, and I didn't realize that Joe was so against her marrying Nick, but right. I understand because she was a child. Well, I don't even think he cared about her being so young. I think he just didn't like Nick. Something, yeah. Because traditionally, yeah, religious people encourage getting married young and having a family, and like, mm-hmm. that's just what I've you know, gathered through. But he wanted her to, like, he was benefiting from her being successfully professional, professionally, so he didn't want to lose that revenue stream. Right. And he thought that if she got married, she would, you know, not have as much ambition. Right. But, like, they were on and off, like, once or twice, I think. Jessica and Nick. And then 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. That brought them together. But she does say that they never had sex. Nick never really pressured her, but he was at the age, like, at 27, where he was ready to get married. Yeah. And she mentioned that he would go on, like, or they would do shows together. He would get interviewed. And that's, that was always people's questions. Like, oh, are you okay dating someone who won't have sex yeah. with you? Because she was, like, a well-known, like purist, Mm -hmm. like, virgin, whatever. And I don't know if that was, like, part of her appeal. Was Britney also, like, technically... Yeah, because it was, like, a big scandal when she and... People found out she and Justin had slept together. Remember that? Yeah. Which is insane. Like, think about that nowadays. Literally no one gives a shit. Like, nobody gave a shit that the Jonases used that as a lie. Right. 
Like, they came out later on, a few years ago, and were like, that was a total lie. Oh, yeah, especially the youngest one, Nick, I yeah. think is his name. I'm sorry, I don't know much about the Jonas Brothers. I remember that, him just being like, mm, yeah, no, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't doing that. Yeah, yeah. Or Joe, maybe. I think the that. oldest one did it, but he got He married was a young. virgin, and his wife was also a virgin, because yeah. they had a reality show yeah, yeah. that I watched. Yes, me too. <laughs> okay. So I'm not the only one here. Um, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Um, but yeah, it, it they did all wear the like purity things mm-hmm. or whatever, which is so They used it to like get press, but like for a girl, it's like much, obviously for Britney, it was much worse that she had had sex than it was for a man. Which, yeah. Oh, of course. Double yeah. standards. Yeah. Um, I mean, Justin didn't get any heat. Nobody was like, oh, Justin. Yeah. How dare you sleep with someone? Yeah. Before how marriage? dare you pressure her like, into <gasps> sleeping with you? Exactly. <laughs> right. Justin. So yeah, they break up. Nine Eleven brings them back together. They get married, and then she talks about like it wasn't a happy marriage. No. And it's kind of funny because like she talks like she talks about being so. Then their reality show starts like soon after. Mm-hmm. Obviously, newlyweds. Um, and she talks about like the opening song of the show and like it plays like if you remember like the opening credits of the show are like their wedding day Mm -hmm. and it seems like after reading this that was all just kind of like bullshit yeah her dad threw a temper tantrum the day of the wedding yeah like it was i mean we haven't said this yet but everyone should read this book oh it's really good like if you if you were listening to a pop culture podcast read the book yeah like, it's so interesting. And, it really like, it's is. actually well written. And I agree. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, because Jessica, and like, through some fault of her own, but also like the people around her, her image is kind of like she's just like this blonde, kind of ditzy bimbo. Mm-hmm. But she's really intelligent. She's, not. she's yeah. running a fucking multi billion dollar empire. Yeah. I mean, not solely on her own, but like, she's not stupid. She's not stupid. Um, no. so anyway, like, the relationship with Nick is just, it's not even passionate. It's like not even, it's just not even like they loved each other. It's, right. She, she kind of, after like the first year, she just says he hated me. Yeah. Like he, you can tell watching the show, he was just always kind of irritated with her. Like just her being kind of aloof and just, I don't know what he wanted. He was, I think he was jealous that her career was more successful than his. Yeah. Her, like, he was also trying to go on a solo career. Right. At that time. And she was doing better than him. Right. And, like, I think that made him jealous. He was just bitter. And he probably, like, he married her when she was 20 or 21. He married a child. And then... That's a short time frame, but think about how much you changed from, like, 19 to 22 or 23. Oh, my God. Like... Yeah. It's just... I was still an idiot at 23. Of course, but, like, you still are. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking finished. Anyway, um, she... I mean, what... He was young, too. He was 27 or 28. Sure. But, like, what do you expect? She's basically a teenager. Right. Like... And it's like he wanted her to, it's almost like he, he knew that she was becoming successful. Like he married her as a pop star mm-hmm. and his career was falling apart. And it's almost like he wanted a wife that did the same thing as him because they could kind of relate on that level. But then like 
it's almost like he wanted her to just be like, okay, I'm done. I'm your wife now. And it like, you me, can be the successful one. It makes me think that Nick is the dumb dumb. You know, like he, as a 27 year old, related to a 20 year old. And then she started like developing Growing her up. own, you know, yeah. ideas about the world. And yeah. he was not changing. Right. So, like, yeah. she changed and he did not. So, needless to say, I was somebody who had 90 degrees posters all over my room. I cut out any image I, I knew saw would, of them in a I magazine. I knew this was going to be hard for you. It was, this feels like a breakup. And I would, I paste it, like, taped every picture I saw of them on my, like, on my folding closet doors. Mm -hmm. So it was just covered, like, a collage of anything 90 degrees that I could find. Yeah. Like, that is the amount of fandom. Mm -hmm. And Nick Lachey has always, like... I do cherish you. We've been to two 98 Degrees <laughs> reunion quote, concerts. Quote, concerts that are in like an outdoor like... The free concerts. Court. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they're not free. They're, it's like 15 bucks. But... It's like um, in a little bar district that's very small. Yeah. So in Kansas City, we have something called like Power a, Light District. A stage that's like the size of your living room. And they room. have it on like the live stage, which is basically in like the courtyard in the middle of all these other bars. So it's not a venue, really. I mean, it is for like people that are starting out i've seen like country people yeah. that are stars now that like long ago performed yeah. there yeah not vice versa like nick it's sad um he's still hot i will say and good for him for jumping on the love is blind tv show because that became a phenomenon through no help of his own but he's still tied to it yeah anyway he's a host yeah he, um he put her through a lot in their divorce mm-hmm um, she, cause she had the money. Yeah. So he like fought and her dad was like, absolutely not. We're not giving him that. Like, and I guess eventually she was like, just give him whatever he wants. I want to be done. And her dad's like, no, she's like, seriously, get like, do whatever it takes. I'll make that money back. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the chapter, she goes, <laughs> that, I, that's the first thing she I wrote goes, down. I did make it back. Give or take a billion. And I got chills. Yeah. Full body chills. Yeah. Go, Jessica. Seriously. Like, she killed it. Yeah. And it's like, Nick was dead weight, clearly. Yeah. Because she just, like, went just, after like, that and shaved just... shaved off that. Yeah. Just skyrocketed. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, she had quite the experience, um, after they broke up. So, you can go into your... Well, I do want to talk a little bit more about Nick. Okay. Um, Let's. Well, she had an emotional affair with Johnny Knoxville. Oh, yeah, because she did Dukes of Hazard. But she never slept with him. Mm -mm. So it was just emotional. <laughs> Which, was... I mean, is still yeah. unfair. Yeah. And he was married, too. Yes. Um, but I think that, I mean, he kind of helped her grow up, too. He introduced her to McAllen's whiskey and, like... Yeah. <laughs> Which... Yeah, is it is a, a problem is later an issue on. later on? <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah. Um but she she was talking about like how Nick was making what's left of me like when they were finishing up um the newlyweds. Right. And so he used that camera crew to film his documentary which I want to watch now. Um yeah. about the making of what's left of me. Um, and he 
also did a making of the video in where which he used Vanessa Manillo, who is his now wife, to play the Jessica character, right? And like rehash their and they're still filming newlyweds at this point. Yeah, like and because they had a contract, and she was like, neither of them wanted to be a part of it at that point. Yeah. But Nick was just like, might as well. Yeah. So I don't think they were filming it like when he used Vanessa in the video. No, they were filming it when he was like having the camera crew follow him yes. to the yeah. like to the, the studio. studio and stuff. Yeah. Um and Cause I she's cuz Jessica said they didn't have anything to film cuz she was never home. Yeah. So she's like why are we She's still like doing I this? purposely didn't want to be home. So yeah. he she I mean, was filming movies and all of that stuff. He used like, what's he he was able to make that song like something a little bit of yeah. a something. Um and she said that after she watched that, she called him and he came over mm-hmm. and they slept together. Yes. Um, but it wasn't, it was emotional, but there was no connection. Right. And she said she knew at that, she felt manipulated and she knew at that moment that it confirmed that he wasn't her husband anymore. Yeah. And she said she just felt like he was blaming, using this real or this documentary to make her look bad yeah. and to blame her. And I pulled out a quote from that. She just said, how many times are women made to feel responsible for the actions of men? Whew. Powerful. Yeah. Anyway, so that sucks. Yeah. And Nick sucks. Sorry, Nick, you have lost a fan, unfortunately. Yeah. So then a fan of what, who knows, because he doesn't do anything anymore, but she did the Jessica Simpson collection. I didn't realize it was with Vince Camuto. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how it all started. Um, but insanely successful. Uh, yeah. It's a billion So she company. does it with her mom. Her mom kind of is at the helm, which yeah. is amazing for her mom. Yeah. Because her mom grew, grew up like just being like a church wife. But she was passionate about fashion. Mm-hmm. She had a passion for fashion. Yeah. She loves a juicy couture track <laughs> suit. With some, like <laughs> Mrs. Simpson on mm-hmm. it. Um, anyway, and here's where we get to the hard part for me. Okay. Well, you can talk about it because I know this is going to be, it's going to be rough. <sighs> John, my palms are sweating. <laughs> John Mayer, everybody. He's like my number one on my list. Still? Not anymore. Okay. Um, he was extremely manipulative mm-hmm. of her. They were off and on for ages. Yes. I didn't realize how long. I didn't either. Um... But she said that, like, she made, he made her feel like she wasn't smart enough for him. Like, yeah. it just made her feel dumb, which I've been there. Sure, um, yeah. They had a very sexual relationship, which is probably her first, like, very physical relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, she released Public Affair, which I thought that was a Paris Hilton song. I don't remember it at all. I don't either. But she released that album when he released continuum and i remember i was in college or no i was in college when what album came out when we were in college continuum was still high school was it but i saved for that album <laughs> like you your money from the daycare or where, where yeah <laughs> yeah i was like oh his album's coming out next tuesday i need to make sure that make I sure i have 1795 yeah. to buy that yeah that disc yeah yeah and i had to buy his first two albums, I, like, listened to until they were threadbare. Like, Cute. I had to buy them again. So, I have a confession. Um, I love John Mayer very much. Um, well, I love his music only, not him now. But 
I knew about his music because my I remember coming home from school in like ninth grade and my brother was like playing it on Napster, like mm-hmm. on our friend's computer. And I was like, who is this? And it was Body is a Wonderland, of course. Of course. And so I like downloaded most of his music illegally. Okay. Um, and then later when I had a job, I did purchase the albums. Okay. I have them in my car now because I still have CDs. I don't listen to them okay. unless I'm in a moment <laughs> of desperation, like when my aux cord doesn't work. Yeah. But, or I have a Bluetooth thing now, but when that's not working, I do have my old John Mayer discs to pull out to save me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't pay for his music. Oh God. At first. Well, he deserves it. He does deserve me taking his music for free. <laughs> um, so information about their relationship was released when those albums were coming out and he broke up with her via email more than once. Well, this first time because he didn't want that making him look stupid. Ridiculous. Um, she says that he was obsessed with her and her therapist said he didn't love you. He was obsessed with you. Yeah. And that is so creepy. It is. Like, what did he say about their sex? Like, he said... He said she was sexual napalm, which I had to Google what napalm was. (laughs) Cute. And I still don't understand how that applies to sex. Um, Because it's not like it's a drug or anything. It's like something you use to make bombs. Yeah, so I guess it's just like something explosive of some kind i don't know i guess anyways he's too deep for us yeah he's too smart we're not smart yeah. smart enough um so that's kind of when she starts drinking her feelings yeah um anyway so after john broke up with her a couple times she meets tony romo yeah um and they had a pretty decent two-year relationship although she was credited for the downfall of his career or at the time i remember that they were saying he was doing a bad job because okay so anybody who doesn't know tony romo is a was a football player for the dallas cowboys america's football team and she showed up at a game once and he played horribly and i guess at some point during the game they panned to her and they were like, oh, Jessica Simpson's here, like, supporting her her boyfriend, whatever. And he played horribly, so then people were like, get her out of the stadium. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they just kind of hung on to that. Yeah. Like, which is yeah. stupid, but. Um, anyway, John fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, by, he did. Uh, he, like, manipulated her family into, yeah. like. He would, like, show up at her parents' house for, like, barbecues and stuff. Yeah, into saying, like. I love her. I need her back. Like, I want her back. And, like, they facilitated a meeting between her and Jessica. Right. Or him and Jessica. Yeah. And, like, she nothing happened, but she went home and Tony found an email from John. That he had, like, her. left a shirt there or something? Or something innocent, but... Sad. Yeah. He was saying something about the shower at her parents' yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had oh stayed God. the night... Which, what the... Why the fuck is John Mayer staying the night joe simpson's house i don't know anyway it's just weird okay couple things about tony romo i have a fun fact you want to hear a fun fact yeah okay so i used to date this guy um when i was like 25 24 25 maybe it was a short-lived fling but is this nate no (laughs) no his name is scott okay um i dated him for a hot second and his ex-girlfriend 
is Candace Crawford, who, who is married to Tony Romo, I who is also Chase Crawford's sister. Yes. So, we are all did tied together. Did you date Chase Crawford? No, okay. I did not. I never even saw him. <laughs> okay. But, and I also never saw Candace Crawford. I right. just got the left her leftovers. Right. Um. So, fun. But she is now married to Tony Romo, and Jessica said that Tony Romo wanted basically just, like, a wife mm-hmm. and, a, like, a mother to his children. He did not want a woman who had a sex, successful career. Which is kind of what Nick wanted, too. Right. So, it's for the best. Like, so Tony found out that John was around yeah. and broke up with her right. that day. And then... Eventually, like, she kind of goes back to John. Tony tries to come back. She says, no, actually, you did me a favor by breaking up with me. Like, this isn't it. Because she me. wasn't, like... Because she... She kind of knew it was the yeah. wrong thing. She was like, if he asked me to marry him, I will, but I hope he doesn't. Yeah. Which is, like, gross. Sad. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, John... When Jessica goes back to him, is like, you don't get me yet. Yeah, she like showed up at his house and basically was like, hey, let's bone. And he was like, no, you don't get me yet. Which is gross. Bye, John. Yeah. So, ugh. I so just... he was the worst. He was basically like, just manipulative yeah. and made her feel dumb all the time. Yeah. And got off on... Making her feel and stupid like, and bad. And talked about in interviews when they were technically together how he was, he could only sleep with people he'd slept with before. Yeah. And that was overcrossing, I'm assuming, Jennifer Aniston, Jessica Simpson, Taylor Swift, whoever else. Yeah. He said that she found out at one point and he told her that he was just using her for material to write music. Yeah. Like, using their relationship and kept going back and forth with her because it was like fueling his like songwriting. Yeah. Which is disgusting. I mean, great song. Thank you for the work, great. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck you, John. Mayer. Yeah. 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 So I have to find someone new to put on my top five list. Yeah. I mean, he's still hot. And again, I've said before, it's just about physicality. It doesn't have to be like a personality. Yeah. Maybe I'll have two separate lists. Okay. One's for physical, one mm-hmm. is for, like, a connection. Yeah. Mine's just physical. Dax is on the connection one. And physical one. Yeah, true. Dax is kind of hot. Yeah, he is hot. So, anyways. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call her. We love Kristen Bell. <laughs> um, anyway. So... I don't really know, remember what happened after that, but she met Eric in 2010. Yes, her current husband, Eric, um, he used to be a football player. Yeah, he played at Harvard. Yes. Seems super smart, super spiritual. Like, when she met him, he was thinking about going to business school. He was in training to go to be a yoga teacher. I know. He seems, like, kind of a hippie, but he's also, like, this big... Yeah, like, player. he's a vegan. Yeah. Like, so, they so met, it's funny. They met because... He was out with one of Ashley's one friends. of Ashley's friends, and they were going to introduce him to someone else. And I guess that girl didn't want to come, or she something. was a singer also, and she was recording. Yeah, so she she couldn't come to wherever they were. So then he was like, "Hey, I'm just going to head out," because I guess he had just gotten out of a relationship too, mm-hmm. and he was just kind of out and trying to have a good time, and then was just like. I'm just going to go. Like, I'm yeah. not feeling the vibe, whatever. And they were like, hey, do you want to go to Jessica Simpson's house? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they showed up and they just had this, like, instant connection. Like, yeah. talked all night. They slept together the first mm-hmm. night. 
Um, and he left the next morning and like left her a note or said said he was going to call her. He was her going something. to a Marion Williamson concert, which made me laugh. I don't know what that is. Or like a conference. Um, she's a self-help author. She's also the author that ran for president this oh, year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so he left her to go do that. And he like, they just don't seem, like they're, they seem like polar opposites to me, but it just like works. But like she's spiritual in that she believes in God and like is very religious and he like, it just, it works. It just seems like a really sweet relationship. Yeah. They like clearly love each other. And then, um, they just, I don't know they're obviously still married. They're very happy. And she said that they like have crazy sex so good for them. I, clearly, they had like two kids in like two yeah. years, and then. Um, well, she said they like she knew that they had like made a kid or or made a baby or something at one yeah. point. Yeah, like everything with them is like very, like, spiritual and like, like in just, tune with your body. Yeah, and like yeah. yeah, like she is pretty candid about like the sexual chemistry they have, and like I don't blame. He's hot. Yeah, they are a great couple. And I do want to talk about how much she talks about, like, her weight stuff. Yeah, we haven't really talked about that. Because she, Jesus Christ, she got, like, run. I remember that. I do, too. Like, that mom jeans photo. Yeah. That she talks about. Like, I remember seeing that and being like, well, she looks different. Mm -hmm. Because we had seen her in Dukes of Hazard, where she was a size nothing. Yeah, she was like 100 pounds. Yeah, and she's pretty small. Like She's 5'3". Like, yeah, and she was like, in the mom jeans picture that everybody's like, oh my god, like, and fuck page six. Yeah. And places like that that write stuff about women's bodies, or anyone's body. I mean, it's time to end that. Yeah, and I feel like maybe it kind of has. Yeah. I feel like maybe she... Mm. Well, it's never going to... I mean, it's never going to go away because it's, like, ingrained in her brain. Yeah. Like, she she's just, like, so self-conscious about her body. And she even when she was at her, like, smallest, she was still self-conscious. Yeah. She said she would film Dukes of Hazards and then she would put on a robe after. Yeah, because like, she said she would, like, even starting from a young age, which I think a lot of young girls do, she was just, like, pinching the, like, tiny amount of, like, little baby belly fat mm-hmm. that she had and just being, like... And she talked about this how not her work. boobs got really big really fast, and I can relate to that. <laughs> like, I wasn't 5'3", but, like, I definitely wore sports bras and, like, tried yeah. to hide them. Yeah. Um, but she, like, I think she still struggles with it, but, like, she, I think all of her alcoholism came to a head with Eric, when she was with Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, her dad told her that he was going to leave her mom when she was in the hospital having her first baby, I think. Yeah, so she was being induced or something. Yeah. And her dad was just like, oh, by the way. Her dad's kind of fucked up. Um, she doesn't come out and say that her dad's gay, but, like, he's gay, right? Her dad... Is gay. Yes. And she doesn't, like, she talks about his friend John. Yeah. That he, like, brings to her wedding. Yeah. Speaking of, this is where we can talk about him on Vanderpump Rules. Yes. Because he was creepy in that. Yeah, he's apparently a photographer now. Yeah. She she and her dad had a troubled relationship, and she eventually had to fire him from being her manager. Because he kept, like, 
doing things behind her back that she didn't know about and then people would be like well you owe me money for this and she was like i don't even know what's going on so she was just like we can't yeah yeah um yeah i don't i feel sorry for her there she got very emotional when she talked about that like when i was listening yeah her voice would crack every time she talked about her dad um and then she started talking about like Drinking, and it seems like she and Eric both kind of had a t- a time period after their first two kids were born when they were really drinking too much. Yeah, because she said that they would always have people over to their house. Mm-hmm. And, like, she was like, our house was just, like, the party house, and we constantly wanted to entertain. And she was just like, and the nice part about entertaining at your own house is that you can drink as much as you want and not worry about, like, how you're going to get home. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, like, spilled over into, like, not only drinking when you have people yeah. over, but drinking all the time. And to have your little, she calls it her sparkly cup, but yeah. like to have that everywhere. Yeah. So she, yeah, she struggled with that a lot. I don't think she went to rehab, but her friends did have like an intervention with her. Yeah. Um, and Eric stopped drinking along with her. And she said that like they were kind of having they would get into fights in their marriage and things like that. But like when they stopped drinking, they stopped Yeah. It was like alcohol induced fights that like anybody who's ever been in a relationship and has gotten drunk together, like you have stupid arguments that you wouldn't normally have, but like they were kind of fueling each other. Mm -hmm. And then, so her friends kind of confront her. I don't remember what the breaking point was. Wasn't it like their Halloween party or something? Yeah. It was like, there was, like, some night where she just, like, disappeared. Yeah. And, like... She was just, like... Because she's a, like, a, has emotional problems. I mean, yeah. obviously we all do. But she has anxiety. And she has, like, you know, different things. That obviously, demons that she's dealing with. She can't sleep very well. She was on Xanax and... And also Ambien, Ambien, yeah. And, like, alcohol. Yeah. And, like... Mixing a bunch of things you shouldn't mix. Right. So, I think it kind of came to a head when she had her tummy tuck. Yeah. And she, like, they told her she couldn't have the tummy tuck because her liver was, there right. were, like, issues. Yeah. So she did not drink for three months. And she d- just went ahead and had it. And yeah. the surgery went poorly. Yeah. And so she had to have another tummy tuck surgery. And that surgery was, ter- like, dangerous. Yeah. Um, I don't think she stopped drinking after that. But, like, shortly after that, she did. Yeah, so her friends basically are just... She... I don't... I don't... Honestly, sorry, I didn't take notes. But they had some sort of, like, come-to-Jesus moment where they were like, we've been wanting to do this for a long time. And, you know, we've got all these things lined up if you want to use them. And her husband was just... She was like, I'm just... I'm done drinking. Like, I need to stop. And he basically was like, I won't drink either then. Mm -hmm. And, like, that was that. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Like, she seems to be doing okay. She clearly has a happy family. Joe is a photographer now. (laughs) Her Um, mom runs Jessica Simpson Collection. Have you looked at Joe's Instagram? No, I can't. Oh, it is literally only topless men. That's all it is. (laughs) The occasional picture of his grandchildren. But mostly it's just topless dudes with, like, ripped abs. That guy's gay. Yes. Like, we can all say it. It's yeah. fine. Right. Even if he's bisexual, whatever. Like, it doesn't need to be a secret, and it's no. clearly not a secret. She just maybe doesn't want to say it. I don't know. Um, her, yeah, her mom is 
obviously employed, mm-hmm. doing well. Ashley's doing well. She's got beautiful children. Mm-hmm. She's married to Diana Ross's son. She had a reality show for a minute. With um, him. I loved her reality show when she was dating Rank Brera. Oh no, she had one after that, with, like a couple of years, a ago. most recent one. Yeah, but the one back in the day, what was it called? Like Pieces of Me. Pieces or of <laughs> Pieces. Pieces. Anytime I hear Ashley Simpson's name or say her name. I'll have that song in my head for the rest of the day. I don't know why. And I think it's because of that show. Probably, yeah. But probably. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, I love that album. I love Ashley, it. write a book. Oh, maybe she has. And we just don't know about oh, it. You should read it. I know. <laughs> Next week. Just kidding. I don't even know if she has one. But anyways, it was a great book. It was I highly, highly recommend. Lots of hot goss. Um, and it. Honestly, I hate to say it, but, like, gave me more respect for her. Just because I... Yeah, I love her now. I started following her on Instagram. Like, I'm going to go look at her Jessica Simpson collection website and see if there's anything I need. Um, (laughs) I... She's still making shoes that have, like, a seven-inch heel, which... Yeah, well, she still wears them. Well, she's a tiny woman. I I can't do it either. But, yeah. I very much respect her. She's killing it. She is very happy. Honestly, it's a... A good read. Read yeah, it. it is. It's well written. Not like the other books that we typically read by, uh, you know, stars and the like. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I loved it. So yeah. what are we going to read next week? Next week, we are reading Love Italian Style. We're back to horrible writing. With- <laughs> well, how do you know? <laughs> the Secrets of My Hot and Happy Marriage by Melissa Gorga. Melissa Gorga of Real Housewives in New Jersey, which you guys all should know if you're listening to this, but just in case. It's going to be another love advice book, which I can't wait for because those really give us so much content. Yeah. They give us a lot of fuel. Yeah. Napalm to our. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to learn really what napalm means. Yeah. So same. um, So we can use it more often, but that's it. Yeah. So it's been real and read the book. This is the only book I think that we will both say, read it. I know. Well, we're back to bullshit next week. So hope you enjoy. Maybe we'll take a, like a little reprieve eventually oh. you know like we can go back and forth between non-bravo and bravo. okay okay we will but next week's bravo so yeah. just buckling yeah okay bye bye, bye Liz.